Blog Talk Radio. With the number one overall selection. How does an undrafted prospect turn into a whole thing? Around fifty put on desire. Small school. Big school. Have to be the best to get paid. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I'm just your host, Omar Sean. As always, you folks know we always appreciate you stopping by and listening in as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars. And we have a fantastic guest for you today. He hails from UMass. He just had his pro day. It's Jarrell Addo, and I've been excited. He can tell you I've been chasing him down. I couldn't wait for him to come on the program because we're excited about him. But, Jarrell, welcome to the show. Um, can you believe your pro day is gone and college career has been wrapped up and and now you're just focusing on the next level did it go by in a blink of an eye oh my god you can't i can't even explain it man it, it was so long anticipated and now you know these last few months were basically like a cherry on top but yeah it came and went now, now for you i mean coming out of high school going to the you know the collegiate level i mean at what sense do you kind of get an idea that what you're doing on Saturdays is going to give you an opportunity to play on Sundays? Is there a particular game or just your coaches kind of getting in your ear? How do you kind of get that sense that you know this is going to come to, you know, come to fruition? Uh, it's always been a dream since I was growing up when, it was, uh, when I was playing backyard football to Pop Warner and whatnot. My, my family, especially like my older brothers, you know, kept letting me know that I could continue to chase my dream if that's what I really wanted to do. And then once I really noticed, uh, I'd say it was when I when I really got my first start, and that was um when I started my full first full game, and that was against Tennessee a couple years ago, and um that, I felt like that was my breakout game. I had um around nine tackles, a couple of tackles for loss, a forced fumble, and a couple pass ups, and that and that playing against the SEC opponent made made me realize that I could play with the best of them. That definitely, yeah, to have that kind of performance, like you said, your first start, oh, that's pretty impressive stuff, Gerald. Um, I mean, you talked about backyard football, Pop Warner, Pee Wee. I mean, way back when, were you a better athlete than everybody else? I mean, were you the kid scoring, you know, a touchdown, basically, you know, handoff left to Jarrell, handoff light to Jarrell, and it's a six-pointer? Uh, it was kind of like rotation. I mean, I, I was a running back back then, too, way back. But um, I, I got my fair share of touchdowns. I want to say I was the best, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff. Once again, Drill Addo, the standout, I guess, hybrid uh, linebacker, if you will, from UMass, kind enough to join us here on the C2P. He was a safety at first, and then he dra- transferred. I should have said he, he switched positions to the outside linebacker spot and, 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 and kind of really blossomed, or the linebacker spot. And uh, that's kind of really where you found your niche. Um, kind of take us through that what that transition was like. I mean, you're doing the safety thing, and then you go the linebacker, and then you really start tasting success. Yeah, um, so we had – I had two defensive coordinators when um, when I was at UMass, and uh, the first one had me at a safety, and then um, Thomas L. But then we got a new defensive coordinator, and then like he brought in a couple of his own safeties, 
that he really liked. And then there was a position open called, called the stand position because we, we were running the 4-3. And, like, nobody was really, like, taking a liking to it. And I, I didn't um, really, you know, care where I played as long as I got to play uh, on the field. So, I, you know, I decided to step up and, and learn the position. And I, I, I love tackling, you know, because that position involves a lot of tackling since it's kind of, like you said, the hybrid linebacker. So that, that didn't bother me at all. So once I really just studied and mastered that position, I felt like, I was able to help the team succeed. Definitely. And that's probably one of the reasons why we're talking on the phone today, because, you know, you had such success and it's obviously led to this point. Um, Let's kind of go back to the pro day. I think March 21st, just a couple days ago, I think three days ago, actually. I mean, what was that like for you? And and I know you always want to do better. Everybody always wants to do better, but how did you feel afterwards? It felt felt good that, you know, that it was over. I I had fun. Um, My my family was there and, um, it was good to see my teammates, um, my senior class once again to to go out there and have fun, you know, and just and just see us all uh, chasing our dream, you know. And like you said, everybody wants to do better than um, than than the results that they see at the end of the day. But at the, at the end of the day, it, it was a, it was a great experience and I had fun out there. Nice. A lot of scouts on hand. Yeah, I say there's about at least like 25 different teams. Nice. Anyone pull you aside afterwards? Uh, I talked. I talked to a few teams. I talked to the uh, the Texans and the and the Patriots. That Jarell, what's that like? I mean, just uh, you know, having these guys knowing that they could be potential hires, and the all all the other guys could be too, but they just don't want to maybe show their hand. And, but I mean, what's it like knowing that maybe a little bit of validation that you know all the hard work you've put in, at least they're taking notice of. It, it, it's very surreal, you know, because you know, as a kid growing up, like I'm playing, I'm playing Madden, I'm playing NCAA. <laughs> I'm playing into the player to a Madden player, so it's just like you're you're actually living your dream and taking the steps towards it. And, and I've seen people come in front of me and do it, and now that I'm actually doing it myself, it, it's it's really like eye opening. And and to have my family there because they've seen all the hard work and all the adversity I've been through, and to even be in this position, I, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. It is an awesome opportunity, and, and I'm sure it's been a whirlwind as well, like since the season has wrapped up, just kind of, you know, juggling so many different, you know, just life itself, and then you have workouts and, peak, you know, school, everything that goes with being, a you know, a prospect in your position. Um, I asked all the guys to come on this show. I mean, if we three in that film room with these scouts, I mean, they're breaking down the tape, Jarrell. What are they going to love about you? What are those hallmark abilities where they're going to say, man, we want a deeper look at this kid? I'd say probably my my heart and how tenacious I am. I, I I'm not gonna let up no matter what number play in the game it is. I'm I'm gonna give it my all and hustle. You know, there's I feel like you won't find a play on the film where you see me dogging it or not going full speed. You know, whether if I mess up an assignment or I'm doing it, or if I'm in the right position, I'm gonna give it my all 100% and be accountable. Now, let me ask you this, and this is just to benefit you because we know the guys, you know, that, you know, the NFL guys do listen into our shows. Um, what goes unnoticed? I mean, it could be team captain, weight room warrior, maybe you're a film junkie. Um, maybe the system you ran at UMass where, you know, maybe you could have blitzed more, maybe you could have dropped in coverage more. I mean, what are some of the things you know you can do, things you have done, or things just behind the scenes off the field that we need to know about that's a big perk for you? Um, I would I would say overall my, my leadership and like I said my accountability and I I feel like I'm very versatile. Like you said, I definitely 
believe like I could have blitzed more and been in coverage more as well because there were some packages where I'd usually cover the tight end a lot, a lot on the on the field. And to me, that that's an easy task to do. So I felt like I could have displayed more, um, you know, covering the slot more often. But there was uh, times in the in the season when I do cover slots and I was successful. I feel like if I were to show, show that more, they could see that I really am that hybrid linebacker safety. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I always take notes during the shows, Jarrell, and I mean, you know, I mean, before the show even started, I already had versatile hybrid line. I mean, I mean, the versatility I think just shines. And and your skill set in today's NFL, I think that's where you know maybe ten years ago you're just kind of out of sorts. We don't know where to put you, but in today's league, I mean, I think guys with your skill set, you know, we see the Mark Barons, the Joy Buchanan, even a Landon Johnson a little bit. Guys that have the versatility, like yourself, the speed, the hips the range to kind of drop in coverage, but also you're an impact in the box. And I think that's where you fit, at least in my opinion. That's why we're excited to get you on. Once again, Jarrell Addo, the standout UMass linebacker here on the C2P. You folks know if you missed any of this show in its entirety, you can always check it out at iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, and then we'll be featuring his full draft bio page at college2pro.com. Um, um, for you, um, this is a cliche question, but I always think it helps our listeners kind of get more in tune with you. Do you get comparisons to anybody that's at the next level? Um, off the top of my head, I can't think so, but I like to, I like to model my game after players like Landon Collins, you know, and just how he's a dominant force in the box. And then you see him the next play in the post, making that play on the ball. So, but that's who like players like him and like, um, Earl Thomas, I like to style my playoffs after those guys. Excellent stuff. And, and, and when you, when you think of those guys, um, are you chatty out there, or you just kind of go about your business? Um, it, it depends on on the on the feel of the game. Cause I, I'm I'm not gonna initiate it, you know, cause I, cause I'm about my business and making sure I'm doing what I gotta do and what we what we gotta do. But if somebody starts chirping at me and and I know that I'm handling mine, I say something back. Now let me ask you this: from just your experience, I'm sure we could talk to ten other players, but. Who's the usually the chattiest guys out there? If if perhaps you are going to kind of get into that predicament, who's the who's on the opposing side? Who's what position usually kind of starts chirping the most? Um, I'd say probably the running backs because like yeah. we'll we'll tackle some sometimes like <laughs> you know you'll, you'll lay on them for a little bit, you know just <laughs> you know just to be a pain pain in the ass. But I I, I say them because that's. <laughs> Person come into contact most of the time. That makes sense. Like I said, I, I never even thought about the running back. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking receiver first, and I'm thinking maybe somebody you know along the the deep, the offensive line. But yeah, obviously the running back, the guy getting punished by you the most. So that that makes sense. Uh, if you know if you're wa- walking away with 13 tackles, you probably tackled him eight times. Once again, Jarrell Otto, the standout um, dude. We appreciate you stopping by, and again, man, we're really. A- Really excited to get you on. We think you got a great, you know, future ahead of you. Um, before we let you go, though, we always like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out with some off the wall questions. Uh, you ready to take a shot with some of those? All right, let's do it. All right, now you and your teammates, the Minutemen. Um, who had the most bizarre nickname? Could be you or a teammate, and how'd they get that nickname? Uh, I say um, he, he was a freshman. He was a D lineman. His name was. Dennis Osagade, and we call him Stank. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, I don't know how it came up, but I, it just caught wind, and then it just stuck with him. 
<laughs> Excellent. How about this one? Kind of, kind of. Um, are you a better dancer or a better dresser? I say a better dresser. You know, uh, I have I have yeah. my uh, own brand, own brand called Jaja Apparel. So I take I take a liking into fashion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, pump the brakes. You got your so you actually you actually design your own stuff and it's out there for for purchase. Yeah. Oh man, that is incredible! I had no clue. Well, tell tell everybody out there in case they want to check it out. Um, so so the brand is called Jaja Apparel. It stands for Just Aspire, Just Achieve, and it's basically like a lifestyle brand that you know wants to influence others to um, like believe in themselves and know that no matter what the circumstances that and whatever field you're in, you can aspire to achieve to be the greatest person you can be at whatever it may be. You know, so like. We we want to influence others to to be great at the end of the day, and we have we have uh people in the NFL, NBA, CFL, um, MLS, like a couple of known celebrities that that have the apparel as well. So so we're starting to, we're starting to make a little a little noise out there. Nice man. What what when did you start this, and 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 how long was that on your heart to do prior to you you know it becoming you know official? Uh, we started probably a couple years back. Me, my my older brothers and uh, another teammate and another one of my teammates I graduated. So we started it and then um it, it was like a it was like a little it was like a personal brand. Like we, we would only wear it the people that started it and then we started to see that people were taking a liking to it. So we just thought to expand and then um network with the people that we knew and we got played with some people that are in the NFL and expanded to their network in the NFL and then people in the CFL and MLS and then things just started rolling. So and then we we were able to um, actually design our own exclusive gear for this past pro day. Dude, that's fantastic, that man. So I I had to write entrepreneur on your notes as well. So all the other things that you bring to the table, I had to write entrepreneur down on uh, on your on your on your list. Well, the final one for you, and maybe they might wear your gear. Um, I think this is the, probably the question you gentlemen answer, like answering the most. Um. Female celebrities, if you could take out any female celebrity for a quick bite to eat, who are you going to invite to dinner? Hmm. Man, I'd have to say Alicia Keys. Nice. I haven't had an Alicia Keys in a long time, man. Very nice. Back in the day, not that long ago. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I, I forgot what show she just hosted, but I I recently saw it maybe a few weeks ago and then just, you know, relit that fire about her. (laughs) <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Well, we always tally up the names right before the draft. Our last show before the draft, um, we, we accumulate the names. I'm going to tell you right now that Rihanna, usually it's Beyonce. Beyonce just crushes, but she's nowhere on the map this year, and Rihanna's just kind of got a stranglehold on it. But nonetheless, uh, like I said, we always get a variety of different names. Man, hey, thanks for coming on. We know you've been busy. Can't wait to find out where you land. Best of luck to you also with the brand and uh, stay humble, stay hungry, and be blessed. 100%. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Once again, that is Jarrell Ido, the standout linebacker from UMass, and really, really excited about this young man. You guys know when I get excited about a guy, I just kind of nag about it, and uh, I was fortunate to get him on, and I know he's been busy. But, again, uh, a guy that, you know, I think definitely can be a guy that can, uh, you know, carve his way onto a 53-man roster. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the seat.